0: Welcome to another episode of Better Than Robin Hood, where we are on the never-ending quest to find a movie not just better, but cheesier, more exciting, with more romance, with more excellent performances
1: <laughs> than Robin
0: Hood: Prince of Thieves. I am Pete Langholt.
1: I am Frances Langholt.
0: You are. You are my wife. I Your favourite movie is. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves.
1: Yes, don't mistake it for the one with men in tights. Not that one. Although that
0: is a good film. No,
1: it's not. I think it's alright. It's alright.
0: Yeah, it's not the best. It's not the best Mel Brooks movie by the long stretch.
1: (laughs) This is the one with Kevin Costner in.
0: With Kevin Costner. That's your favourite movie. So, as a cinema nerd, that bothers me far too much.
1: Why?
0: Because there's so many awesome films out there. There
1: are, but this film has everything.
0: Well, this week. It's going up against some stiff competition. <laughs>
1: I don't think so. We'll get
0: to that later. So what have you been up to this week? I've been hearing you've been hobnobbing with royalty.
1: I have. I went yeah. to see... We went to St. James's Palace. It's
0: alright for some, I met
1: the Countess of Wessex.
0: Which one's she?
1: She's the blonde lady. <laughs> the
0: blonde lady? I don't even know who that is. That's Zara uh, Tyndall.
1: No. The Countess of Wessex. I don't
0: know who that is. What's her name?
1: Oh god, I've forgotten now.
0: (laughs) What did you call her? The Countess.
1: Your Royal Highness. (laughs) Let's call her Your Royal Highness. Yeah, when you meet her. She's not even high up. Yes, she is. Countess of Wessex. She's our patron saint, isn't she? No, the yeah, patron
0: saint is Sir George. What, a patron? The Queen's like the commander in chief of the whole army, there. Yeah,
1: I know, but that's the Queen.
0: Prince Charles has got like all different uniforms. He's like, so. plays dress up, and his mum puts medals on him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, he got promoted to field marshal not long ago. That must be nice.
1: Yeah, I know. It's be
0: nice with your mum telling you you're I can't
1: a... believe I can't remember what her name is now.
0: I thought it was Zara.
1: No, Sarah. I'm sure it's Sarah something. Or
0: Sarah Ferguson. Oh, no, No. she was never a blood royal, was she? It wasn't Beatrice or Eugenie, was it?
1: No. No? This lady is beautiful. Like, she is beautiful. Well,
0: listeners, answers on a postcard. (laughs) Who is the Countess of Wessex? (laughs) The first one to answer who the Countess of Wessex is will get a special prize. I'm
1: hoping, because I just got an email saying that the pictures are ready. Mm. And because I got to meet her, you I'm might be able to put a picture, a picture up. We yeah. can put it up on the podcast. Well,
0: okay, first one to tell us who the yeah. Countess of Wessex is gets a prize. So I, so I don't know what if it is, her so.
1: real name, because I just know her as Countess of Wessex.
0: Posted UK only. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, anyway. So yeah, yeah. got a bit merry. getting
0: drunk with the royals, Yeah,
1: yeah. They don't feed you right in those places, though, do they? Did you only have
0: volavants?
1: No. No? Canapes. Yeah, same thing, isn't it? And the only one that was really nice was the beef one. Were
0: they from Iceland, do I think? don't know. <laughs> then... Times are hard for the royals. <laughs> They've got to spend a lot of money doing up Buckingham Palace, have
1: not they? I know.
0: Yeah, they'll be, be on mashed potato pistols and...
1: Boiled potatoes. <laughs> Just
0: hot dogs cut up and put on on cocktail sticks pineapple hedgehogs oh mate i love a pineapple hedgehog i know why do
1: not you
0: just call me mate don't know sometimes when i exclaim things i'm just going oh mate (laughs) anyway i've had a busy week as well yes
1: you have i've
0: been very worried about um no deal brexit so i've decided to start hoarding money so i thought right how can i get some extra money so I've been out Uber driving this week. I've, I've been doing that at night in London. Oh, and yeah. What, would you believe it? What, this strains all kind of credibility, but would you believe it? My very first customer who oh, got into gosh. my Uber was none other than Hollywood director, movie legend, Quentin Tarantino. Well
1: That's very, very I uh, know. What are the convenient. chances?
0: What, what are the chances? <laughs> um, so, well, so, well, come on. I've got got to ask Quentin some questions, and he was right. actually like at the beginning of the ride, he was very sort of welcoming, and then s- something happened in the interview that made him a bit hostile.
1: Oh, right, well, you try and kill him again? No, no, Not I didn't try again, and kill but... him. Um,
0: and so, yeah, I mean, we'll listen to it. He was okay. sort of just getting into his stride talking about movies, and then s- something happened. So, yeah, let's listen to that. All right, how are you, how are you, Quentin?
2: Everything all right? Oh, I couldn't be happier.
0: Oh good, uh, so I really loved your, your latest movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, can you give our listeners like a brief summary of the plot in, in case they haven't seen it?
2: This happens and this happens and this happens and this happens and that happens. How do you get on at parties? I am responsible for people talking about slavery.
0: Oh wow, that must make things a little bit depressing for everyone.
2: You know, that, well, you're, what you're saying is not correct.
0: No. It, it just seems to me that a party is, is more fun when the guests are talking about, I don't know, say, Love Island or balsamic vinegar. You know, anything, really, rather than slavery.
2: God, I've always wanted to explore slavery.
0: I, mean, I don't think you would, Quentin. I, I think it's largely considered to be, well not to put too fine a point on it, fucking awful. I mean, would it, would it be a sexual thing?
2: Yes, that would be the reason to do it.
0: Does, does you talking about slavery go down
2: well at parties? It's a subject people are afraid to talk about.
0: I don't think it's fear. It's probably that it's just a bit inappropriate for the setting. I mean, people don't talk about farting, either, but... People
2: aren't afraid to talk about it. People are talking about it.
0: Well, not parties. I mean, at least none I've been to as an adult. I mean, you wouldn't discuss rape,
2: either. I don't think there's any rape going on.
0: Well, no, I'm not implying rape happens at parties. I mean, look, you're twisting my words. You're twisting my words a bit there. Um, let's talk about films. So you're, you're a filmmaker, after all. Um, we're discussing uh, 1994's Street Fighter this week. What do you think of that film? Yeah, well, it's a movie.
2: Well, yeah, I know that. And do you like it? Um, I think it's good cinema. I consider it good cinema. I'm surprised to hear you say that. What, what drives someone to make a film like Street Fighter besides money? I don't know. It's like asking Judd Apatow, "Why do you like making comments?"
0: Oh my God,
2: I, I'm so sorry. I,
0: I farted really loudly. Oh, that's so rude of me. Oh, you look upset. I mean, this kind of proves my point, though, doesn't it? About not talking about farting.
2: Like that? I'm not gonna. I'm not biting. I refuse your question. But, but we are talking about farting. Yeah. Farting. And I don't want to.
0: Why not? Let's talk about farting if you think it's appropriate. It's none of your reason. damn
2: business what I think about that. I don't want to talk about what you want to talk about. And The reason I don't want to talk about it is because I've said everything I have to say about it. It is my business. What if I just, just like sat up like this,
0: pulled my ass cheeks apart, and did, a, and did a big fart out of my big fat butt right now?
2: <laughs> no, and pencil? I'm shutting
0: your butt down. Censorship. I thought you hated censorship. Are you censoring my butt? I I invite you to explore some serious things. Don't change the subject. If you think it's appropriate to talk about slavery at pie, to talk about farting and stupid stuff, then... And I'm shutting you down. Why why won't you fart if you love it so much? Go on.
2: Fart. I just refuse to repeat myself over and over again. For you and your show. What show? For your show. This show. Right here. Right now.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. I got distracted by that fart. Look, just, just fart, Quentin. It it looks like it'd do you good. Don't shake your head. This is a podcast. Go on, why
2: won't you fart? Because I don't want to, because I've done it already. Well, that's, that's
0: all we've got time for, so fuck off. Have you
2: enjoyed yourself? It's been fantastic. Thank you.
0: Well, that was that was quentin in in the car there um, yeah
1: he seemed very upset he,
0: he was as i said he was just sort of about to talk in depth about about film and things like that and then i farted and it got him really upset i know
1: mm. I, yeah it was a bit rude though i'm not gonna
0: lie it, it was really loud as well and it, I bit, it was a bit wet
1: and, uh. and it
0: probably was quite smelly and yeah i just just kind of ruined my chance to interview Quentin Tarantino properly.
1: Yeah, it's like one should of be ashamed my, of yourself. Oh
0: yeah, I He's like one of my heroes. And then because I'd shit in the Uber, I couldn't do any more jobs for the day, so I didn't even get. <laughs> any, didn't drive didn't, clean? Didn't even get any money. <laughs> <laughs> so did he
1: give you a negative?
0: <laughs> yeah, my rating's like minus five now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Uber got in touch and said you can't soil yourself whilst driving. So. Yeah, that's that's I can't use Uber anymore no. to scratch together some money.
1: Oopsies! I
0: have to think of some other strategies for avoiding no deal Brexit this week.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Well, I'll see, see if I come into contact with any more movie stars. <laughs> or directors. not. Well, let's hope my bum behaves itself. If we do, so as I mentioned in the uh, interview with Quentin, this week we watched 1994's excellent adaptation of a video game. Street Fighter.
1: See, now, I really like Street Fighter. I I like playing it because I always beat you.
0: It's a superb game, yes.
1: Especially on like the old s- console. And yeah, me it was get, on. I the, me beat you. It was
0: on the Super Nintendo.
1: Yeah.
0: But whenever we've played it together, we've played on an arcade machine. Yeah. And I'm not very good at arcades. Why?
1: Because I'm mean, used, con- used to a
0: controller.
1: Yeah, but you just press the buttons. There's I'd no whoop... difference.
0: Whenever we play fighting games on our snares or uh, what we got a Mega Drive, haven't we? Yeah. An old yeah. Mega Drive. I whoop your ass. No, at that. you don't. Not always. Only sometimes I let you win. Be yourself. <laughs> you
1: always beat me at that stupid game, Tetris, whatever Do- it's Do- called.
0: Doctor Sonic or whatever.
1: No, the one was Doctor Robotnik's
0: the... ma- Bean Machine. Yeah,
1: the Bean Machine. <laughs> So frustrated. Well,
0: anyway, as we're not talking about <laughs> video games today, we're talking about the excellent movie adaptation.
1: So, what of did uh, Rotten Tomatoes say about
0: it? It's not got a great score on Rotten Tomatoes. No. it's got 11 percent with critics and 20 percent with audiences, which I think is extremely harsh.
3: Yeah, there's
0: a lot to enjoy in Street Fire. There it's, is. Uh, written and directed by Stephen E. D'Souza, who, right, as his only the only film he's directed is Street Fighter, and it's probably with good reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but however, he wrote Die Hard One, Die Hard Two, Commando, Judge Dredd, Backdraft, oh. Hudson Hawk, and Forty Eight Hours. Oh
3: yeah, and Beverly Hills
0: Cop Three.
1: <laughs> I like Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah,
0: he's like obviously a good writer of action movies. Yeah. Um, not a great director, no. I will say. There's a there's not a lot of merit in the direction of this film, um, but. Again, good writer. The story's good. There's a lot of good characters and exciting things happening. Mm. Yeah. So, But yeah, he's not a good director. However, the film made $165 million profit from home TV and cinema. That's not bad, is
1: it?
0: You'll always be asked to do more work if you make the studio
1: lots money. of money.
0: <laughs> and that's what this guy did. And continued to write good movies for the well, It does seem like that, life. doesn't it? He's been a TV director for... Up until quite recently as well. So that's what I mean. You make money, you get more work. People yeah. keep going, oh, why do they keep letting Kevin Smith make films? They're all shit. And Kevin Smith films make money. That's why Kevin Smith still makes movies.
1: What, what movies
0: does he make? Like Clerks, originally, then Clerks 2, Jay and Silent Bob, and More Rats, and loads of other good movies. I, like I haven't Kevin seen Smith any of movies. them. Whoa, maybe, we'll get on, <laughs> maybe we'll get on a Kevin Smith trip. Oh, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah so Raul Julia... And Jean-Claude Van Damme are the, the main attraction here. They are. They took Their pay took up a significant part of the film's budget.
1: Oh, did it? Yeah.
0: Kylie Minogue's in it? She was yeah, does she? did she
1: not get paid loads of money to be I honest. don't think she
0: did, because she was like not a pop megastar yeah, at this time. She was pretty famous. She was famous. pretty famous, yeah. wasn't she? She was doing all right. So I think she had spinning around out by then, and the locomotion, things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so she was doing okay. But she was only cast due to a part of a deal with the Australian Film Board.
1: Oh, because it was all filmed yeah. there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was
0: all filmed in Australia. So they said, you've got to have at least one Australian actor. Yeah. So they cast her as Sergeant Cammy, which was the only role that hadn't been cast. It was probably going to be a man.
1: But that's all right. I think she does it justice.
0: Although they cast an Australian actor, I noticed that she's playing a British person the entire way through. Well, she
1: tries. Her accent yeah, a bit. She's got oh, a
0: terrible British accent, but she's got a British flag on her uniform. I the way it's like, why don't you just put an Australian flag? On? Yeah. It's like she's playing a and UN she can just soldier. Just go
1: like, all right, mate. Yeah.
0: Well, she could just done her normal accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't give Kylie too much to do. <laughs> she's not a great she's actress. A
1: good singer though.
0: She's a, a fantastic singer. she's yeah. Quite rightly. Queen of pop. She
1: is yeah. the queen of pop. You can't knock
0: Kylie. Uh, well, uh it was Ralph Julia's last film before his death. Very sad.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. I like him in the Addams family. Yeah,
0: he is the best one of the best things in the Addams family. Him and Wednesday are my favourites. Yeah, she's yeah. good in it. Yeah. yeah, she's brilliant. Uh this yeah, he was about the only thing critics were kind to in the film. They said his performance was very good, and I agree. He is he's like Alan Rickman levels of brilliance there. Oh, yeah. Alan Rickman in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, yeah, he is good. Of camp. Yeah, he's out there chewing the scenery. His (laughs) eyes are popping out. (laughs)
2: He's
0: everywhere. Literally popping out. He plays uh, oh, General M. Bison. Yeah, he does. He is very, very good. Um, Yeah, the film was hated by fans of the games because...
1: Oh, really?
0: Well, I can kind of see that point. Right, if you're going to make a Street Fighter film, you'd make like Something like Kickboxer, where there's like a fighting tournament.
1: Mm. That would
0: have made more sense than the very convoluted plot that's <laughs> involved. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. And uh, yeah, film critics thought it was garbage. <laughs> I
1: thought it was alright. Yeah, I
0: love it. It's one of my favourite cheesy movies, I'd say. Yeah, it's alright,
1: yeah. I think. I don't think it's like yeah. the best film I've ever seen, but no, it's definitely alright.
0: We'll get to your thoughts on it shortly, but firstly... <laughs> Fran, can you describe the plot of Street Fighter?
1: Oh my God, there's like five plots. <laughs> okay, so the bad man, what's his name?
0: General M. Bison.
1: Bison, Mr. Bison.
0: <laughs> Senor Bison.
1: <laughs> decides to create some sort of mall. <laughs>
0: That's essentially the plot,
1: yeah. It's like a mall though, isn't That's it? That's one of his plans. Because he said, I want a big area for people to eat in. <laughs>
0: That's a bigger food court, Yeah, yeah.
1: So he wants to build a mall. Mm. Also, he wants to... Have $20 million. Billion. billion. dollars yeah. put into a bank account, a Swiss bank account. Yeah.
0: Swiss banks will, let, will just hold your money even <laughs> if you're threatening to murder 63 Six people.
1: people. <laughs> and he's got loads of hostages, hasn't he? Goes and gets them, doesn't yeah. he? So that's his second one. Mm-hmm. And then...
0: But, I mean, he wants the money to, to build... The anyway. more. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to earlier. Carry on with your description.
1: And... I think there's also like rival gangs going on because mm. there's some sort of street fighter fight going on. Well, yeah, you have to have that. Yeah. And then there's also the... What else was there? <laughs> they were all just like intermingled, really.
0: Bison does have a lot of plans.
1: Yeah, I can't well. remember the rest of them. <laughs> Basically, he just wants to create them all and have $20 billion. Yeah. But he wants it to be in his own money with his face on it.
0: Well, that was one of his later on plans.
1: Yeah. That was another plan. Yeah.
0: We'll get to that. So what happens? So that's Bison's plan. How do they stop Bison's plan?
1: So they all go to this place where he's got these, not refugees. Hostages. Hostages. Mm. And um, they all try and um, save him. Oh, yeah, but he's also creating like, this, <laughs> mad, this mad creature. This who... bison's
0: got a lot going on. I know. He's a very busy man. Yeah. He's
1: creating this mega green, crazy vampire teeth villain. Mm. Yeah. Who's going to attack people. And he has a doctor doing it. But he the does. doctor changes his mind and makes him more good than bad, doesn't he? hmm And his friend's going to come save him, Mr. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. And, then, and he's apparently the general of an army. It,
0: well, <laughs> army's stretching. How many troops he's got?
1: He's yeah. probably got about forty. In fairness, right,
0: he's rank his rank is colonel, and yeah. he's got about as many troops as a colonel would have. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty pretty good. Normally, like, yeah, normally Hollywood doesn't really understand how no, but the military works.
1: <laughs> he's got a lot of plat. And then yeah. they basically they're going to try and save these hostages.
0: And they succeed.
1: They do succeed. And
0: a good time was had by all. Yes. Lots of excitement, lots oh, of Oh, yeah, there's also
1: some sort of half plot where the Chinese... No, Chinese or Japanese lady, is it? The reporter. Asian
0: descent. I assume Japanese. And
1: she's yeah. ended up somehow being in this place where mm. these hostages are. I wasn't quite sure yeah. how that happened. Well,
0: she's playing Chun-Li, a character yeah. from the game, and there was a film that came out many years later called Street Fighter, The Rise of Chun-Li, which was apparently almost as bad <laughs> as Street Fighter. <laughs> it's a, one of those terrible films.
3: I'm not surprised. And
0: I think that was set in either Korea or Hong Kong, so yeah. it's very unclear where chun Lee is from. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. wherever she's from, she's gorgeous.
0: She is beautiful, yeah.
1: And um, yeah. I think that would probably be the end of That's my plot. That's pretty lot. much the plot, yeah. plot in.
0: Yeah, so what are some of your highlights? Of the oh, I ni- like, oh on my, my gosh. Here. So
1: my favourite highlight was when he got the bison man, mm. the evil dude, got changed into a robe and changed his hat. (laughs) I'll just put on my night hat now.
0: Yeah. So would you say that was your favourite part?
1: Oh, um, yeah, probably. (laughs)
0: Okay. We'll discuss Bison's sex hat in a short while. um,
1: he, like, drives around in his little spaceship. (laughs) He's
0: got a little, yeah.
1: I would call it a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, that was also very good. Hmm.
0: Some of the things I liked was the name of the fictional country it takes place in. It was called Shadaloo. Oh, I was, if I as had in a country,
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
0: thought it said Shagaloof. I didn't know it all took place in Magaloof. Yeah, I know yeah.
1: Shagaloof.
0: You were right to bring up B- M. Bison's moving platform
1: because yeah.
0: his control center is like not a very big room, but he's got this floating platform I he know. uses to, to float around the room. He could just walk.
1: Yeah, I know. But you couldn't walk up, like, to the roof bit, Yeah, but you you
0: could have an elevator. He does a
1: lot of, like, where he's, like, the person Hmm. who needs to be looked at from below.
0: Yes, this is true. Yeah, he does a lot of standing up, giving big speeches. Yeah. Yeah, like, you wouldn't expect Hitler to just wander around his
1: bunker, would you? No, I'd expect him to go on a little spaceship.
0: If the technology had existed, Hitler definitely would have had a little floating...
1: I'd probably have less metal work. And more. He needed all his monitors
0: though, didn't he? Yeah,
1: but you can laminate it. You can have some (laughs) laminate. Some some, some warm-up
0: dash. (laughs) Like Patrick Swayze's car. (laughs) Yes, I'd have enjoyed that. Some
1: pink fluffy keys.
0: (laughs) Yes. See,
1: I could have. I also liked it when he made her a drink.
3: yeah. And it had this hat is yeah, the
1: hat is that hat symbol as the little stair is. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant.
0: <laughs> I liked the part where they were having a staff meeting at the headquarters oh, of the yeah. UN and a a man comes in to serve them drinks and then leaps up really far away from Jean-Claude Van Damme and then lunges at him with a knife, which gives Jean-Claude Van Damme enough time to kick him in the face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and tell then, up, tell <laughs> everyone about the map. <laughs>
0: What where he's discussing his battle plans
1: yeah go on
0: to the battle plan so john claude's <laughs> has a map and he's about to brief his troops about attack plans and he's like i'm gonna come round the side in my stealth boat yeah which stealth boat is pretty awesome it is
1: there.
0: pretty cool but then he's just sort of goes <laughs> and the true rest of you will come from the north just like waves his hand at the map.
1: Yeah, from That's the it. north.
0: Just, just come from the north.
1: From the ceiling yeah. to the
0: bottom. <laughs> Everyone knows the top of the map.
1: Is the north.
0: Is the north. It depends which way you're looking at the map. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assumed that he'd orientated it to the ground.
1: You would have thought so, but I doubt it.
0: Yeah. He's the kind of general, well, kind of colonel, isn't it? Yeah, colonels mm. make mistakes. And that might explain why... They arrived a bit too late. All the troops. To...
1: Well, yeah, because yeah. they were struggling, and well, they all might these... have come
0: from the south. Like, oh shit, we have come the wrong we've direction, come the
1: wrong way.
0: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he fakes his own death, which was...
1: well, the two little dudes shoot yeah. him, don't they? But fake shoot him
0: when he fakes his own death. Chun Li breaks into his headquarters to find out what's going on, and then when she comes into the morgue to like photograph his body or something.
1: Oh yeah, he stands he, up. He like he? leaps
0: out of his body bag. So how long had he been laying there?
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe he needed to wake up. Maybe they gave him a sleeping pill.
0: Yeah, it's very strange. Mm. I mean, would he go? Well, maybe someone's gonna sneak in here. I best just lay here under my sheet, and if anyone comes in, I'll jump up and scare them. No,
1: I reckon they drugged him.
0: Mm. It's not specified in the film. Though. No, it's a bit maybe, of
1: a yeah. plot hole there.
0: There is. Well, I just I just like to think he's some sort of pervert. I thought someone was going to come in and like try and autopsy him. And then he'd jump up and scare him. Oh, Maybe it was like yeah. a prank. Yeah.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I think he was just waiting for her to come in the set.
0: <laughs> Maybe. The movie needed that scene too. Yeah. That's why he had to lay there for yeah, hours and hours.
1: Definitely.
0: There was a magic show.
1: Oh yeah, with Chan Lee. Yeah,
0: Chan Lee sneaks into like an arms bazaar with her friends to perform a magic show as cover to put some explosives on some weapons yeah how many arms sales in the desert do you think have magic shows
1: maybe not many I like to think all of them <laughs>
0: like if I was going to go and sell a gun to like what someone what was that
1: other <laughs> film we watched where they were where he we was selling guns it was very guns. like
0: Ishtar yeah, yeah it really, really reminded <laughs> me of Ishtar <laughs> <laughs> when it off turned up and going,
1: <laughs> do you want to buy these? <laughs> this this this? Mean,
0: I like to think that when, like, people in London, like, the gangs are, like, selling each other guns in alleys. Yeah. Of them go, all right, blood, here's the gun. Pick a card. Yeah, any card. <laughs> <laughs> so all gu- all gun sales have to have some element of magic show.
1: Oh, you picked a king. You could have one free. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, you picked an ace. You get a free Uzi. <laughs> That's just how I like to imagine yeah. the international arms sales. It, but, but if you bought like a uh, like if you bought like you know Brazil bought an aircraft carrier off Britain not long ago. Oh yeah. Imagine the magic show they would have got. They've got oh. like Darren Brown doing. Oh no. It. Yeah. I'm
1: of, actually going to go see not Darren Brown. It's Darren
0: Brown. You're thinking of David Blaine. You're going to see Darren Brown. Are
1: we? Okay. I keep I'm getting not, these mixed up. I'm not up. coming.
0: This is a plan you've made oh, independently. No, I, independently. Because I think magic shows shit. <laughs>
1: is going to sit there drinking and hopefully it'll
0: all go away I want you to get hypnotised about no. Darren Brown why no. it doesn't
1: work does it
0: I think it does oh I
1: don't know
0: hypnotism does work on some people there's some people that can't be hypnotised of. like yeah. in the Demon Headmaster did you I used to watch that no oh, I might have to try and find the Demon Headmaster for you yeah
1: maybe
0: not that was a wicked film
1: no How I've, well, it was I've a kind TV of series. got I've had my fill of horrors Thing. it's not a
0: horror it's for children oh okay <laughs> Yeah, anyway, (laughs) it's enough about the demon headmaster. So, the many plots of General M. Bison. Yes. Yeah, Well, we tried to, to boil down some of his evil plots. So, one of his evil plots was that he wanted to create a super soldier, an army of super soldiers. Oh, yeah. To take over the world. Pretty straightforward bad guy stuff. He also wanted to build a city called Bisonville, like you're the mall, like you said, because he oh, wanted a yeah. food court and everything, and it was shaped like a big skull from above.
1: It was shaped like his hat symbol.
0: Yeah, yeah. and we saw his plans for Bisonville. Yeah. He wanted to take over Shadaloo. That was very important to him.
1: Yeah, Shadaloo, yeah. Yeah,
0: he wanted to defeat the entire United Nations.
1: Oh, God, there's too many plots.
0: Kill General uh, Colonel Guile. But one of his other plots was that he wanted to kidnap the Queen
3: of England
0: of Britain and (laughs) force Britain to value his own currency at five British pounds to the bison dollar.
1: Oh, wow. That's very high um,
0: opinion
1: of his bison dollar
0: there. Yeah, I mean, traditionally, the British pound is usually one of the stronger currencies in the world. Well, usually. Let's not get into that. (laughs) Still is, sort of. Um, Just um so yeah that was a lot of plots I thought yeah Bison's a busy guy he's got a lot going on you can see why he would perhaps need to unwind in his own personal space yeah with many hats so he captures Chun-Li the beautiful Mm Chun-Li and he thinks she does hate me I did kill her entire family yes um and she does want to kill me but if I handcuff her
1: Then she won't.
0: She won't. And I'll let her give her a nice dress and let her into my.
1: And make her a. Well, I don't know. What did he make it? Maybe a Cosmo?
0: He made us some sort of drink. But as you said, it had a cocktail stirrer with his own personal logo on the top. M. Bison had merch.
1: He did. I would yeah, buy some of
0: that. Merch. I would. I reckon it's probably for sale somewhere. You reckon? I really
1: want one of his many hats. He's got like
0: a big hat rack.
1: I know and, he's got about like ten hats. And he on has there. got like
0: an in. He's got like a seduction hat.
1: I bet he's got a tweed hat too.
0: Oh well, yeah, for like walking around London. Yeah. Yeah. It would still have his cat, when he stole the big queen. cat badge on it. Well, yeah, he'd need tweed yeah. for that. And he's got like slippers with his logo on. Yeah. And a dressing gown. He looks very like Gomez Adams in he his does, dressing gown. Yeah. yeah um so yeah his seduction attempt doesn't work because chan Lee oh. obviously hates him and wants him to be killed so but he did his best he made her a drink and stuff he did and there's a picture of him on a but horse she
1: beats him up doesn't she
0: she does but then he escapes into his little escape room oh yeah gases <laughs> everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah uh we talked about how good john claude stealth boat is
1: yeah that is amazing it's a pretty cool boat if i could have a stealth boat i'd want one yeah. but i'd want one in purple
0: although um, General Colonel Guile had written his own name on the boat, so like no one else could have a go. Oh yeah, he claimed it. Saw that. It. Written yeah. Colonel Guile on the boat.
1: But he is a colonel. Maybe he's. Yeah, like, but he should not have his
0: own toys. Really, a colonel should be quite far back from the action, like directing yeah. things.
1: Maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he shouldn't be like. But that's maybe why he wanted a stealth boat, so he could like not be seen on the battlefield. Yeah. yeah.
1: Could yeah. be. Could like be. Like his command
0: center. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Simon Callow. The great Shakespearean British actor turns up.
1: Oh, yeah, the guy yeah. from uh, Room the View and yeah, all that. If
0: you're not familiar with his work, he's the guy from Four Wednesday at a Funeral.
1: Yes, I like yeah. him in that.
0: He's very good in that. Uh, we talked about M. Bison's <laughs> sex hat. Uh, also, the mouse arrows in... Uh, in His command center.
1: Oh, yeah, whenever oh. they use a mouse on a computer. It's also it's got, got little, his logo on. The little yeah. logo. I really like that. I like that. That's what's yeah. to have
0: him. He's got an arcade machine that he uses to control his minds in his river.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's got an ass on his got little float loads,
1: loads of stuff.
0: Yeah. I liked when E Honda was fighting Zangief, the big Russian man. Oh, yeah. Fighting the sumo wrestler. They ended up fighting on top of his model of Bisonville. Oh
1: yeah, look at When like... that was
0: happening they were playing Godzilla Noises over that. <laughs>
1: that was very good. Yeah, I very enjoyed that ingenious. little touch.
0: Yeah. But also another lovely touch, as any movie from this area should have. If you're gonna have a giant screen, it's gotta be made up of multiple tiny television televisions. Televisions. Yes. Just like in Tango and Cash. Yes. But his screen was even bigger. I know, it was yeah. amazing. That's how things should be.
1: That's how you should watch TV, I yeah. think, sometimes.
0: I'd love that, like multiple tellies. But I think
1: it would give you a headache, though. Well,
0: it gives you a headache looking at it. I remember the massive one in the top shop that used to fascinate me as a child. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, yeah, it did give you a bit of a headache. So what, your
1: mum used to leave you there watching the telly? And Pretty much, go yeah. She
0: used to go looking around.
1: Did she, like, make you sit on the floor? No. It was,
0: back in the day, right, that big top shop in Oxford Street was like... It was like a giant shopping centre. There was all sorts going on. There was so much to look at. There was like a DJ.
1: Top shop now only caters for children of the ages of 8 and 12.
0: Yeah, and people who don't have any body. (laughs) 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 Yeah. My final thing I noticed. The wiring in General M. Bison's... Base, uh, base was very dodgy because oh, if someone like bumped into a machine it, it would, would immediately spark. explode and spark yeah
1: actually I did like it when Jean-Claude Van Damme killed him mm-hmm. and his suit did some chest compressions gave yeah. him an electric shock
0: it's like Robocop
1: and gave him adrenaline yeah. well done that, that is some superb imagine if
0: everyone had that oh,
1: yeah, that would be amazing
0: if like, everyone with a heart condition could have a suit that they could wear that would give them it's
1: called a pacemaker, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't give you like it.
0: adrenaline, does it?
1: No, it give it you chest
0: sh- compressions, it
1: shocks your heart back into rhythm. This keeps people normal.
0: Yeah, it's not as good as his suit, though, is it? No. Plus, he could fly by the end of it. No,
1: what was yeah. that all about? He
0: said electromagnets. I, like, <laughs> I would have yeah. used that power immediately,
1: <laughs> I know, right? not
0: after I'd already been defeated.
1: Yeah, he did cheat, to be fair. He yeah. said I'm gonna fight you normally.
0: Oh, that was why, yeah, he wanted a fair fight, but then he lost, so he started cheating after. Yeah,
1: now. then he cheated. Yeah.
0: Cheater. Well, that's fair <laughs> enough. You gotta win. He wants He wants to kidnap because yeah. the- he's got a lot going on. You can't just slink off defeated.
1: To be honest, with the list of stuff he had I to know. do, he didn't even achieve any of it. No, well, I'm no, doing. He did he did steal the hostages.
0: Yeah, he, he got pretty close to getting his $20 billion and he would have, I assumed, used that to build his city yeah. and take over the country and defeat the UN. Yeah. So then he only, only had one plan left, which yeah. was kidnap the Queen. Mm. Yeah. That's so not he, too
1: bad, is it? No.
0: I mean, after he'd completed this bit, he would have been just one job. That yeah. could have been like the second movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they should have let him win, really. It would have been more exciting. Nah. No? Anyway. <laughs> That's enough of that.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> what was your favourite part?
1: I thought we'd ever done this.
0: So was your favourite part the sex hat?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Well that means I've got to pick a different favourite part. No. Well no. I
1: can have the bit where he goes, This is north
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just his briefing. I did enjoy that bit, although the briefing
1: was very funny.
0: I think Magic Show at the Arms Fair was also very exciting. Okay. And you unexpected. Can have that bit. Yeah. So that was my favourite part. Who's your favourite character? Oh,
1: <laughs> Mr. Bison.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. There really is no question. General, he's so funny, General isn't he? General Bison is amazing. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I know he's a baddie, but he plays a baddie yeah, really well. The best
0: character in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, is the baddie. I know. He's yeah. so funny, isn't he? Yeah. it's fine to like the, the villain more, especially mm. when the fucking hero is John Claude Van Damme. I know. Personality vacuum. Yeah. Yeah, he's very dull. He's I
1: will do this. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, he doesn't deliver his lines very well, but he's very good at like spinning kicks. Yeah, he is, yeah. and somersaulting. doing the splits and stuff. So yeah, he's yeah. all right there. Crucial question: Is it better than Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves?
1: Hell no! Like literally, you were probably—I would say—forty-five percent.
0: Oh, that's quite good still. I'm
1: what was the highest one we ever? Tango got. and
0: Cash got to seventy-five. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Forty-five. It had good bits. It had funny bits but there was no real romance
0: uh, this is the thing you keep action movies shouldn't have romance that's why prince of thieves is so long because you got all that shit <laughs> <laughs> i just want to all see that shit i just want to see people getting shot with arrows no i know you've got to have Maid marion in robin hood but
1: there will never ever be anyone who can fill snape's shoes I
0: don't know. I think General M. Bison comes pretty close to Alan no. Rickman and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. No
1: chance. Yeah, I think he does. He just says, "I'm going to shoot you now." No, he makes
0: lots of like big speeches. He's got a lot of he's got a lot to do.
1: He has he? He
0: is excellent. The film is carried mm. by his performance.
1: Yeah, I would say without yeah. him, the film oh god, would if be... it had been
0: bad, yeah, it would have been unwatchable. Yeah. No one else is good. Enough. No, Chan <laughs> Lee's all right.
1: Yeah, she's all yeah, right. She's
0: not got a lot to do except like, flip no. about a bit and that.
1: But no, yeah. 45% max.
0: Yeah, I mean, I suppose really a film led by Jean-Claude Van Damme isn't going to do better than one with Kevin Costner, Alan Rickman, Morgan Freeman and Christian Slater. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have seen that Just coming. keep looking, babe. I need to find one with like, an all-star cast.
1: Yeah, but you got to use B-movies.
0: Face-off, I think, next.
1: Mm, I've seen Face-off.
0: Doesn't matter. Have you watched it with me explaining why it's so good to you?
1: No.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we'll look forward to that.
3: I'm excited.
0: Uh, might be face off next week, might be another poll. I'm
1: not, I'm not
0: excited. I'll put face off on a poll with some other stuff.
1: Yeah, but do a poll. I like a poll.
0: We'll have a poll again.
1: I'm going to vote loads of times. You can't, you
0: have to create multiple Twitter <laughs> accounts. <laughs> you're not going to bot me. No. <laughs> like, like a Russian.
1: Yeah. I wish I could.
0: Well. As exciting as Street Fighter was, I have failed in my quest again.
1: You have, but yeah. who are going to me with
0: to. I mean, I would say it's been a quiet week in history, but in history no. actually it was quite an eventful week, but everything that happened was really it's tragic, awful. including 9-11 and our uh, thoughts and prayers will always remain with the uh, people that died in that incident and we'll obviously not be making light of it. No. So I've had to look around for some other people to call in history. So on this day in history, well, over this weekend anyway, in 1944, the singer Barry White was born. So (laughs) (laughs) I thought it would be fun to call Barry White's father Marco Pierre.
1: Is that what his name
3: is?
0: (laughs) Oh, Um, but I don't know what his dad's name is. But I'm going to call him Marco Pierre, and we're going to see the kind of future that his dad thought young Barry would have in 1944. Obviously, we know Barry White.
1: Very, very
0: Excellent talented singer, musician. Lover. Dancer. Yeah. Yeah. So let's give Marco Pierre White a, a call. call. Okay. Let's fire up that time phone.
1: Can we not just call him Barry White Senior?
0: Well, that might not be his name. Oh, okay. So we're gonna call him Marco Pierre. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's fire up that time phone.
1: Okay. <laughs> Hello, is that Marco Pierre?
3: That's what some people call me, yeah.
1: What's your official title then?
3: My official title is Lover of Galveston. (laughs)
1: Okay. Um, How are you doing today, Marco Pierre?
3: I'm real good, baby. Finally, Marco has a son. The whole of Galveston, Texas, will be relieved by this very wonderful news.
1: Oh, how exciting. Uh, How will they uh, be relived?
3: I, I, I don't think I fully understood that question, my love.
1: Oh, why will they be relieved?
3: Galveston will be... <laughs> Galveston will be relieved. Let's just say... I've made something of a deal with this town. I told every man and every woman that Marco will be spreading his love throughout the town. Putting his love into every hot-blooded woman until one of them bore me a son to carry my legacy through the ages. Most of the men in this town were sick of me loving their sweethearts while they were at work. Most men in this town have witnessed me diving out of their bedroom windows in my leopard skin drawers, clutching my pants in one hand and tucking my erection into my waistband with the other. The lady folk, too, were tired of long, hot, sweaty nights with Marco. And when young Barry was finally born, a giant, beautiful, 18-pound baby glistening like a newly crafted bowling ball, the whole town drifted
1: into a final contented slumber. Wow! Oh my gosh! 18 pounds is heavy for a baby, isn't it?
3: Well, Barry is indeed a large boy, but it's not out of the ordinary. When you consider that each of my testicles weighs nine pounds each, it's not that surprising. It's not unusual for my ejaculate to leave a milk bottle full to the brim with my essence.
1: Oh gosh. Um, does Barry have strong lungs? Is he a good crier?
3: His crying is like the sound of a sexy angel making love to the world from the heavens. When he demands milk, it's like this. My milk. My milk, give me some milk. Or it might go, I can't get enough of your milk. I can't get enough of your milk.
1: Wow. What do you think Barry will do with his future life?
3: Well, if you must know, I think Barry will follow in his father's footsteps. He might not go down in there history of America, but he'll be well known here in Galveston for bringing love to the ladies of the town. To pay his bills, he'll probably provide many of the services that I have provided the town over the years. Window cleaner, plumber, milkman, pizza delivery man. Door-to-door salesman. Sky TV installer, meter reader, international spy, and third chair violin for the London Symphony Orchestra.
1: Wow, that's quite a lot of jobs. Um, okay, thanks, Marco Pierre. Good luck with Barry.
3: You want to see my junk... Oh, let's cut
0: off the call there. Oh. He's made an inappropriate comment there. He was a very sexual man,
1: wasn't
0: he? No. Yeah. I mean, could can see where Barry... I wonder how
1: many other Barry whites there are out there. Oh, I
0: don't know if he named them all Barry, but... <laughs> well, he said he was just going to keep making love to the women of the town until someone bore him a son, and then I assume he, he would stop.
1: What about all the girls, maybe, that he might have...
0: Well, he didn't bring that had. up in the call. <laughs> you, you failed in your journalism role there. Eh? You should have <laughs> followed up and asked him if he had any female I children. Many... Yeah. I, I don't know. He seemed like the kind of man who had a lot of...
1: I don't think you understood how a telephone call worked either because I can't see his junk.
0: Yes, true. Yes. <laughs> but maybe he... I mean, we didn't actually explain that we were from the future. No. So he might have thought you were calling from his own like time. The so straw he, hut next yeah, door. Yeah. Straw Hut. He lived in Galveston, Texas.
1: Oh right, yeah. I live
0: in a hut. No. No. <laughs> well, I don't know, they might have done. He might have been driven to the edge of town because,
1: <laughs> because with of, spikes and
0: Yeah, flaming torches. <laughs> sounded like he was a bit like of a sex Shrek. Pest. Yeah. Get
1: in that lake.
0: <laughs> to live in a swamp. <laughs> 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 he'd come out to do all the different jobs he'd done. Yeah. He did a lot. But mostly, yeah, like jobs that involve bothering women that yeah, were at home much. in the day. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, it was fun to talk to Marco it Yeah, it was. Yeah. And he never seemed to think that Barry would be a singer. No. No. But I mean, those are big dreams.
1: He was a singer, though.
0: Barry was. Yeah. yeah. I quite like Marco's voice. Yeah, he, he, was, was, he <laughs> was singing some nice little ditties about milk. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I you going say- <laughs> to Looks like brings the boys to
0: the yard. I wish i thought of that. <laughs> anyway, that's enough nonsense for this week. Yes. Um You've
1: got to go get ready and we it? have,
0: we're gonna go out and eat some steak. It's gonna be good. So don't forget our contact info. You can talk to us on Twitter at RobinhoodPod. On yes. Instagram at RobinhoodPod.
1: And I'm also on Instagram if you want to say hello.
0: What's your contact details on Instagram? Francis Langheld. Francis Langhelt. How's Langhelt spelled? L-A-N-G H-E-L-T yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you want to email me, maybe mm-hmm. suggest a movie for us to watch. and if Or if you know who the Countess of, Wex, of Wessex is.
1: <laughs> I do know who she is, but then, I can't remember her <laughs> name.
0: Then uh, it's Pete Langhelt. Langhelt being spelt L-A-N-G H-E-L-T And that's at gmail.com So you can send all that to there. And a little bit more admin before we go. 30, isn't
1: it? Pete Langholt 30. It is
0: Pete Langholt 30. It's not just Pete Langholt. <laughs> I'm not that important. Apparently, I'm the 30th Pete Langholt in the world. Oh,
1: wow. That's yeah. quite good. I want to
0: get us all together. If,
3: <laughs> if you're named
0: Pete Langholt and you're listening to this, please do get in contact yes. at PeteLangholt30 at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. And a little bit more admin. We've been putting out the new episodes and all the platforms. We're slowly getting around to getting better than Robin Hood on apple Podcasts and everywhere but in the meantime i have been putting it out through the pete and fran podcast because that is on all platforms yes so we have done that as well we won't be doing that forever probably only until it's been podcast of the week in november (laughs) on podbean oh yeah so that'll get us some hopefully get us some new listeners um so yeah make sure that you listen in and subscribe to the podcast under the new name better than robin hood if you are like if you only listen to podcasts on podbean better than robin hood is now on podbean as well so don't forget to subscribe to that um that's mainly because we can do it all for free on anchor whereas podbean makes us pay money
1: yes yeah
0: which we don't like doing because we don't get paid for doing this so i'm fucked if i'm spending money on (laughs) it <laughs> but yeah, Beth and Roman heard is obviously you're now on Anchor, Castbox, Podbean, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and many other platforms. Yes, we're nearly at the Apple, nearly there. Oh God, nearly on. They're very difficult to get to deal with. And once it's on Apple, it will go on Podcoin and all the other places. Okay. So if you're still listening via the Pete and Fran podcast, try and find it somewhere else. Yes. Because it won't be up on the Pete and Fran podcast forever. No. So, we'll list all the platforms. Better than Robin Hood is available on next week, and hopefully, it'll be on Apple. Next week will be another cracking '80s or '90s action movie. Yes. We don't know what it is yet. We'll probably do another poll.
1: I think I should pick one this time.
0: You want to pick one? Yes. on Ice Sharks.
1: No, no. I meant I'll pick an '80s film.
0: Okay. Do you not want to do Ice Sharks?
1: Yeah, I'll put
0: Ice Sharks in. Then I can pick two. You can put it in the poll, yeah. Yeah. You pick two, I'll
1: pick
0: two. Okay. Okay. All right, so stay glued to Twitter. (laughs) Robin Hood Pod. There'll be a poll on there. Yes. All right. Big thank you to all our listeners. We've had some nice feedback this week, and we're really happy that some of the listeners from the Pete and Fran podcast have... Stayed with us and come yes, across. Thank you very much. Whoever our mystery listener in Michigan is, they're sticking in.
1: Oh wow! <laughs> they're in for
0: the log haul. Yeah, we'd love oh, to hear from you. Thank you very much. You hear our contact details every week. We would love to know who you are and what you're about. If you
1: want to share that, you don't have to.
0: You don't have to, but you definitely would get whatever movie you suggested.
3: <laughs> we would
0: mention your name, and we've definitely watched the movie you suggested. Yeah. So please do get in contact. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for all the feedback. We love you very much. Ta-da. Goodbye for this week. Bye. Bye 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 bye. bye, bye, bye.